Again, welcome back. It's just Charlie and I today. Unfortunately, Nene could not make it with us, but we're still happy to be here doing what we love doing. And that's we are guess. very, very happy to be here. And um, yeah. Well, obviously, we're just gonna get right into this because you know, I haven't. Well, we haven't filmed in like I, I know for me, it feels like we haven't filmed in forever, but it's only been a week. Um, well, I guess you could say a week is way too long, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, but yeah, let's uh, hop right in. Team Things is our first on our agenda for today, and that's obviously Charlie's segment, so I'll hand it right over to him. All right, let's get started. Um, today's topic was actually brought up by um, me, um, and it's something I have asked myself multiple times throughout my life. And before, so the question is, does playing a sport slash instrument in high school improve you positively or negatively? Now, let me just say this. When I first started high school, I was playing basketball, right? Uh, I wouldn't say it was a good example of like managing school and a sport because like I, I didn't really play much, got hurt, and also um, was not good. So um, fast forward, sophomore year, school, right? I was struggling. Not, not the best grades from your boy, Charlie. Um, I did try, though. I did try. I did say I can say I could try. I tried. Um, I would come, do school, come home. To be honest, I, I had a schedule, but it wasn't really strong. Like I, I, I went to school, did tutoring, went home, constant work, no extracurriculars, just constant work. I had like uh, my instruments. I play on this. I play uh, piano, guitar, ukulele, accordion, harmonica, a bunch. And I play a bunch of instruments, and it, it relieves my stress. But that's all I really had. And I, I love sports, but I, I didn't make the basketball team, so I, I couldn't do that. And I didn't know what to do. So I, I thought about, like, I need to play a sport. It's, it's going to help me, like, relieve stress, right? And, and I thought about it. I'm like, oh, I, I just got to pick a sport. So I looked at sports. I'm like, oh, what can I play? Um, oh, soccer. I'm like, yo, I love playing soccer. I'm like, watching soccer. I like playing soccer, though. And I knew I wasn't good at, like, handling the ball. So I'm like, you know, let's, let's try out goalie. I've, I've done it before. I played hockey. I played goalie in hockey. Not the same thing at all, but I, I have good reflexes. So um, that was just a little, that was like my story of what happened. So I picked up soccer. I started, I listened to the meeting and they said it was a commitment. Practice every single day. And Colin, you play sports too. You know how big of high school sports are in commitment wise, right? Oh yeah. So like uh, freshman year football, if you didn't show up to practice, because you know, you practice four times, well, depending if you played on Thursday or Friday, if you don't show up to practice, they don't play you. You don't, you, like you sit out of the game, you don't even get to dress. Exactly. Yeah. If you don't show up to practice, you're not playing in the game or at least unless you're like insane. But. No, no, no. I mean, like I, I was kidding. I wasn't kidding. Unless you had like a good excuse, like a doctor's appointment or something. Uh-huh. Even if you were the star player, you're not playing if you don't show up to practice. Yeah. And they're really strict. Like one time uh, I texted coach. I said, Hey coach, I, I woke up this morning sick. Um, don't think I'm gonna be able to make the practice. And he said, Oh, and he responded to this. Okay, Charlie, but he spelled it. Okay. A Y right and he said it kind of like passive aggressively so i was like ah, dude you got me there so you know what i suited up um wasn't feeling good i already had a sprained ankle i showed up and just sat there and watched practice to show i i cared so sports are a big commitment in high school if it's like a really important if it's like sports are well known if it's like how do i say this if they take sports seriously it's a big commitment you can't miss out so i looked five days a week ah, my tutoring, I was gonna have to stop my tutoring. And that's what was kind of keeping my grades sort of up. So I'm like, you know what, I'm, I'm gonna risk it. Let's just do it. So started playing soccer. I, I did it. And first couple months, 
I gotta say, like, it improved my schedule and focus tremendously to get out there every night and go run around, get this good, get a good sweat in, hang out with the boys, pass the ball around. It felt really, really good to get out there and like run and like play a sport. Um, and also not like basketball because when I play basketball, like I was, I didn't really play much. But this, I, I was playing goalie. I was improving a lot. So that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. It did help me insane. It helped me an insane amount. So I personally think, to answer my own question, I think that if you don't have a schedule in high school, if you're just kind of, oh, you have school and nothing else to do, if you don't have extracurriculars, um, specifically sports, I'd say instruments if you're not really athletic or whatever you want to do, it is, I'm going to say vital, vital to have something else other than school. Because if you're just doing school at a, and then sitting at home and being like, nothing, dude, you're, you're screwed. You're not going to have, even if it's like you're a professional gamer, it's the hobby and you like, you train video games, whatever. If you, you got to find something you're like insanely good at to balance that between your work. You can't just do school, 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 school. It doesn't work. I mean, Colin, do you ever feel like you get cooked up in the house and you want to go, Hey, I want to go like throw a football around or something. Right. Well, yeah, it's literally been me for like the past six months, but yeah. well, I mean, this is, well, and this no, is okay. Outside. Like this was, actually, um, actually last year, I'd say sophomore year, because I, I wasn't able to play any sports because of injury. And it was probably one of the most frustrating experiences, not being able to play any sports. You know, uh-huh. I would like, I would have started in football because I was so far behind, but in volleyball, I probably would have started. We had like, there was literally no one at my position and they literally were playing like back row players, like in volleyball, like smaller kids at middle. That's how like, like thin they were. And I was supposed to be started that year. And but you know it's very frustrating. But yeah, I was so tired of being cooped up in the house. The only time I really got to go out was for like Boy Scouts. But now back, obviously this year I'm playing again, so it's it's nice. Yeah, I I believe that with all my heart that you need to be. You can't just have one thing, right? Like, look, all these NBA athletes. Let's say, um, I don't know who's like an athlete who plays. Oh, like Gordon Hayward, Boston Celtics, Collins favorite team, Gordon Hayward. Yes, he plays basketball. Do you think that's all he does? No, not at all. He has a family, kids, and you may not know this, but Gordon Hayward a is a professional esports player. He is a professional gamer, and he's really good, and he ha- takes that hobby seriously. He focuses on it. He's good at multiple things, but he learns to balance it. So if you're able to balance these things, I'm telling you it's going to improve your brain, your brain functionality tremendously, tremendously. It's going to give you skills that will help you not only in what you're doing, but also in school. So, and this goes with instruments too. Like, cause look, I play instruments too. It, it helps my, me focus tremendously. Coordination of when I'm playing piano, my fingers, or if I'm strumming a guitar. I'm saying um, to wrap up this segment though, I really recommend doing multiple activities in high school to enhance your grades. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um... I mean, I just joined mock trial. I'm kind of like the analysis analysis guy. You know, I read all in the case, tell them what they need to put in there or what's wrong. Yeah. What our weaknesses are kind of, um, going to DSOL is kind of like the outdoor. You got to go hiking. I'm in Boy Scouts, so I've always been doing that. Back yeah. into sports again. I mean, because I remember freshman year, I actually really enjoyed freshman year because I came into high school knowing no one at Crestby because no one. That's very true, yeah. Going from you know, it must have been hard. It must have been a little different. I mean, well, well, no, actually, it wasn't because I played football that year. 
football oh, starts yeah. in summer and I now I that's know. A, that's another football. thing. Guys, if you have some sort of club before school starts, you're going to know people. Like I, I remember I played summer basketball for um, Notre Dame. Um, I don't think I made the team. I did like some workouts though. And I became friends with the whole team that way. So now I came into school with people I know, although I knew like 30 people just from like other schools and like um, from like my middle school going to that. But as Colin said, he knew no one from where he went to school, no one at all, not one person that helped him tremendously um, doing a sport and making friends that way. Yeah. So you, yeah, it, because multiple you, benefits come out of it. I mean, you know, when you're working with guys for two months straight, pretty much every five times a week, I mean, and you're out there, you know, I mean, it's real brotherhood, brotherhood out there, especially mm-hmm. on the football team. You mean, oh, yeah. Working hard every day, working four hours, weightlifting in the classroom, on the field. I mean, and you really get to know those guys because those are the guys that are going to be with you on the field when you play. Oh, yeah. And you're not only improving yourself, you're all improving together, too. Oh, That's yeah. the great thing about it. It's the beauty of it. I was I – mean, we can go. Oh, sorry. Even if, you're athletic, even if you're not athletic, join chess club, make friends that way. Join anything you want, whatever – Whatever floats your boat, you're going to make friends and then you're going to evolve like socially and it's going to help you a lot. I'm telling you guys, you may be lazy. Uh, I just want to focus on just school. Yeah, I want to focus on just school too. Junior year, it's a really difficult year. I'm really trying to focus on just school. But you think that's stopping me from like going to practice? No, not at all. I need to do other things too to like keep me active, especially because I have ADHD. I can't sit still for that long. I can't focus on one thing for too long. So I have to do multiple other things and like, calm me down make me uh active yeah and i mean i was probably in the best shape of my life like like i was able to cardio wise i was still getting stronger weight wise like i lift weights much uh much better i could run i wouldn't be as tired and i mean i kind of missed that I, i'm not in i still wish i was in that kind of shape where i could run a really good mile and you know do all these things so i'm trying to get back there man I'm trying to get back exactly there. keeps you fit physically and mentally and oh, yeah. also i'm gonna say this too doing extracurricular it enhances it insanely improves your sleep schedule too because before i was playing soccer i was doing homework and staying up to like 1 a.m 2 a.m i was so tired i was like dude i'm like up until 2 a.m because i would like procrastinate i wouldn't have anything to do i'd sit around like on tiktok all day or something or watch youtube but then I had a sport, I would have to like stay at school. I do my homework because I know I'm like, oh, okay, I have, I have nothing to do. I'm at school still. I don't want to go home. So I'm just going to do my schoolwork, do it all, get it all done now, then go to practice, right? And then after practice, look, I'm going to be tired. I'm going to eat. I'm going to go to bed. Practice would end at like eight and I get home. I'm like so tired from running around and you go to sleep. You wake up at a reasonable time too. That constant schedule and repeating and you get good at it eventually, and it helps you tremendously. I'm telling you guys, it's a great thing to have in high school, like an organized schedule. It's beautiful. It helps you so much. Yeah, I totally agree. Well, I think that's a good way to cap it off. Really yeah. great way to cap it off, actually. Yeah. Speaking of cap, NBA Finals, do you think <laughs> it's cap that LeBron will lead the Lakers to the championship tonight? Um, I think so. I just don't – I think the Heat – I mean, I think they were – I mean, they're like, game three seemed like, oh, you know, we're still in this. But game four to show that how dominant the Lakers are kind of set up for them to win this year. But as I said last week on episode 12, that 
really any championship that happens this year, like this year of COVID, anything that's got COVID related, like if there's anything changed because of it, I'm not going to really recognize it as a championship because like, for example, last week's game against the Chiefs, if we had Cam Newton, he could have won. Oh yeah, totally. And you know, what's another game? Uh, What's another game that was affected by COVID? Titans, they got, oh, Steelers. That's a great game. Now, they had to play 13 consecutive games instead of getting a midseason break. That's big for a team. And the Steelers are pretty good this year, much better with Roethlisberger now. So, I mean, honestly, I'm just – Lakers, if they win it, they still have 16 me. The Steelers win it, they still they still have seven – or six, sorry. They will technically have seven. But, yeah, it's, there's always going to be an asterisk on that championship. So, you know, if the Lakers um, win, I don't really care because they don't have as many as ours. Um, now I will say this for tonight's game. I wouldn't count the heat out at all. Here's oh, no. why. Last game, it was a close game. It was only by six points. Um, it, it was like, it was still good. And the heat also to mention, they played pretty good defense. They had more steals, same amount of block. Oh, Lakers had one more block than they did. Um, it was a close game. It came down to the last second where Jimmy drove and he got blocked by Anthony Davis. Now, it was a close, close game. And right now it's October 9th, uh, about 3.30. The game will happen at 6 p.m. today. So, um, fortunately, I won't be able to watch it. But um, I wouldn't count the Heat out at all. They're going to come out. Um, here's what I think Eric Spolster is going to tell them. They're going to come out not like working their ass. They're going to work their ass off, but they're going to come out having fun. Want to know why? This is the last game. This could be the last game of their season. And they got a bunch of young, excited players who are hungry. They want to win. They want to work together. They want to try hard. Now, I'm not saying that's the reason they're going to win, but they're going to come out with, like, pressure, and they're going to play their, their hearts out. Yeah, well, um, yeah, because they're, it's not like they're trying to have fun. It's just they're trying to stay alive. And you, they're, ba- they're backed against the wall. And this is, this is go – like, next – let's assume they win every single game. You know, every single game, they're going to have their back against the wall. Every single game, you want to you wanna come out strong. You want to come out strong. And they're going to – don't let that disregard. They're still going to want to have fun, though. Because, like, I'm saying they're all young. Like, look, Tyler Hero, 20. Uh, Duncan, 26. I mean, Jimmy's old. Drogic's old. But the rest of the team, they're all – they're a young team. They're going to come out. They're they're going to go, and they're just going to have fun. And they're going to do what they love to do. Now, I'm not saying the Lakers are going to come – not going to come out as strong. I don't think they will come out as strong because I feel like they, they know they're, like – they have it. They have it right there. Just one more game. They kind of feel it. They're like, ah, we just have to kind of like chill. I don't – if they if they don't come out with that championship mentality, then I don't think it will look good for the Lakers this game. Um, I think the Lakers need to come out wanting the championship tonight. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah 100%. Yeah, it's just two different mentalities, but, you know. Not well, to mention also – In a way. I do have to say one thing. The Miami Heat, one of their leading scorers throughout the season, he was averaging just under 21 points a game. These playoffs, Gordon Dragic will be back tonight for the Heat. So that will be a big help. Yeah, they're going to have their full team back. The uh, full team, Tyler Hero, might even come off the bench tonight and play still a lot of minutes, but that's going to be big for Tyler Hero. If he's on his game tonight coming off the bench, that will be killer for the Heat. 
everyone needs to be on their best. Like, uh, Hero needs to have a good night. Butler needs to have a good night. Like, Bam Duncan, defend- Duncan needs to hot knock down every single three pointer. And and Bam's got to play the best defense he's ever played because this is uh-huh. literally going to oh, be the best. Big time. Bam needs to do his, and he'll be better, I think, because he's had time to heal. Yeah. Um, and I'm Jimmy. He's got to do the same thing as he's been doing. Just keep it up. But um, no, yeah. he better. Even Kelly Olynyk, he's been good too. He needs to keep it up too. All Everyone right. on the Heat. So predictions. Who do you think? Uh, who are you taking for Game Five? Assuming tonight. Since this is coming out two days after, but assuming, who do you think is going to win tonight? I think the Heat will will win tonight. I don't think they're going to go down easy at all. Yeah. No. I think. I think if they lose, it's going to be an extremely close game, possibly overtime. But honestly, I agree with you because most teams, like like teams like this, like the Heat, who are kind of been underdogs this entire time, they weren't expected mm-hmm. to get anywhere. I, I don't. Kinda, I don't think the Heat will go down tonight at all. No, I think uh, when this episode's out coming out, I think they'll be Game Six. So, mm-hmm. unfortunately, I won't be able to watch the game. I very calm. I am very confident in Miami tonight. They're going to come out wanting it a lot. I'm not saying I'm predicting this whole series. I'm just saying tonight specifically, my, it's Miami's game tonight. Well, uh, talking about playoffs, continuing that trend, MLB playoffs have been, have been going on. They've been in indeed, the bubble. Indeed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, lots of upsets. Uh, a couple upsets. Uh, one of them was the Astros. Um, 29-31 beat the Athletics. I think they were the top team in the – American League somehow mm-hmm. they won and uh won the series three to one. Yankees are mm-hmm. tied up for the ALDS. I think they're playing tonight, if I remember correctly. Dodgers swept the Padres, they're advancing on, and the Braves uh swept the Marlins as well. Tonight's is Friday, October 9th, Yankees and the Rays play game five to decide who moves on. Um yeah, I mean that's just kind of we're gonna glaze over. Uh, but, yeah, this has been a very exciting playoffs. Colin, so, as you know, I'm not the most familiar with baseball at all whatsoever. Um, I'm shocked. I, I, I swear the other day Miami just advanced it, the Marlins, and now they're, they're out of it, I see. It goes by fast, yeah. isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, it's because they, um, it's, they shorten the playoffs a little bit. So, usually, I think it's about – I think the World Series is only going to be about five games on – uh, which is usually it's about seven. They're trying to shorten it up to avoid any uh, COVID thing, COVID-related case. So, well, I'm looking at it right now. This wow, all the team oh Tampa Bay and New York are tied. So whoever wins that tonight wins. Yeah, they yeah they move on. Okay, and then Houston won three games to one. Yeah. Why is it? I'm confused. So it says Houston won three games to one, and then it's saying Atlanta won three games to zero. How does, how do how do are the games working? What do you mean? What do you, like what are you trying to ask? I'm confused like on how is it like best of what? Best of 6, 7? It's a best four. of 5 series. So the first round was best of 3, so whoever wins two games then oh. it moved, now we're on to best of 5. So once you win three games, the series is over. I don't know what they're doing for the ALCS in the World Series. I don't know if it's going to be a five game series. I think it is. So um, wait, wait, sorry, the second round was best of 4, 5. Second round was best of five. And then so if you and, three games, you, you win. Yeah. And did, they tonight, play double, did they play double headers? No, I don't think so. It was just every day they had a game? I think it's – that's how it's been for most of the regular season. Um, or every other day because there's no – I, I could have – No, no, that. they're playing consecutive days. Oh, during the day? 
Like two, yeah, two games no, a day? Yeah. No, 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 no. They're playing like consecutive days. They're playing every single day. They're playing like five oh, days in a row, one game. Wow, that went by quick. Um, yeah, that's why it's going. Usually it's not like that. I think they usually have about, um, uh, about a, what is it, like two? Let me think. Let me think. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it usually goes, but there's about a two-day gap between game or not two-day, one-day gap. So it's like game and off day, and then you have another game. Uh, and then you oh. travel. And then you get like a two-day gap because you're traveling now to the other team. But since there's no traveling, I think they're only – yeah, I don't know. Who do, who do you um, who do you think's going to win? I'm, I'm looking at right. Who do you think's going to win, Dodgers or Braves? Honestly, I want the Braves to win. That's just me. You don't uh, like the Dodgers, do you? I don't want. I don't like the Dodgers at all. It was. I think. That I honestly, talent-wise, on paper and how the Dodgers have been playing, obviously, I'm going to pick the Dodgers from an unbiased standpoint. But on, uh, but I'm rooting for the Braves because I don't want the Dodgers to win. Um, and then I obviously want the Yankees to lose tonight. I'm not obviously Boston fan, not a big Yankees fan. Um, so hopefully the Rays beat them. They're both divisional rivals, but I still I'd rather root for Tampa Bay than New York. Which is very odd because Tom Brady plays for Tampa Bay. Tampa um, Bay that's the wrong sport, buddy. <laughs> I'm just saying he plays for Tampa Bay, just not I'm, that Tampa Bay. I mean, I'm looking at um. I mean, I'm I'm personally, I, I guess I'll give you the. Uh, I'm like a very unbiased opinion because I don't really even watch baseball that much. I I guess my favorite team would be like the Blue Jays because I, I used to go to like all their games when I was like six or something or seven in Toronto, but um. I mean, I'm just looking. It looks like the Dodgers have, like, the best record and stuff. Yeah, out of the remaining teams, yeah. And they haven't won a lost a playoff game. But then again, so are the Braves. Um, I guess Atlanta Braves, yeah. And then the Houston. Oh, okay. Houston yeah. was not expected to make it this far. Well, they are. It says they're a six seed, so it doesn't look like Well, it. they have a, a losing record. Oh, really? Oh, and they played 29-31, yeah. I don't know what team. It's like the team with the T stabbing the C. Whatever they are. He's stabbing the C. It's what like the it? T is stabbing the C. Or like, oh, that looks inappropriate. Actually. You mean the T and B? The T and C. What's that team? T and C? I the third seed. Third seed. I'm trying to figure out what team you're talking about. It's like a T and a C. I don't uh, know. Let me look. I'm looking at the standings. I was looking it at looks like, I, It looks like. What, the, what the, you mean the, 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 the twins? The like twins. There's like a red C and there's like a white T yeah, and the white T. That's that's, that's ooh, the that's a, Minnesota that lo- twins. That's the that logo twins. looks that logo looks inappropriate. It's the Minnesota Twins. That looks very inappropriate. What that logo is doing. Okay. Well, moving on. I think that's I mean, the Minnesota Twins. Yes, that's Minnesota Twins. Isn't that like the the Cincinnati Reds logo combined with like? Yeah, it kind of looks like it. The same thing. Wait, it's yeah. the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just a different color. There's no create. Where's the creativity? It's, it's uh, yeah, it's pretty. It's weird. I gotta say, a lot of these teams missing some creativity. Um, um all right, whatever. Um, well, mo- moving on to moving another, on. the next sports league, the NFL. Oh, oh boy, it's been an interesting le- uh, week for the league. COVID outbreaks left and right. Games are being postponed. Yeah, and um, mm-hmm. Titans almost had to forfeit, so yeah. that was interesting. I'm surprised they didn't actually. Well, they delayed they delayed the game till Tuesday, so we're we're yeah. gonna see. Um, or do you want to just talk about the upcoming games, or let's first talk about the the game yesterday, Bears 
uh, Bears Bucks. Yeah, that was. Uh, I just want to talk about what happened at the end there. I was, <laughs> I, okay. I I was like watching it, and I I I know exactly what happened too. So Brady, one of the most intelligent quarterbacks in the game, didn't look what like it last so night though. He was not intelligent not last night. night. But um, he was actually playing very well. He had, was playing a really good game and amazing throws. They were driving, couldn't convert. Okay, here's the, here's the play. The Patriots were on their own. No, sorry, not the, the Patriots. The, the, yeah, Buccan, the Patriots, Buccan, yeah. That's so confusing. The Buccaneers were on their own 40, trying to get the first down. They were trying to do hurry up because they don't have any timeouts. So when he Brady threw the ball to, I believe it, I don't know who the receiver was. Um, he threw the ball to someone guy got the ball, went down, ran it back so they could go spike it. They spiked it. Brady. I'm pretty sure didn't recognize that that was a down. He, he, he thought it was, thought, third, yeah, he thought it was third down. He thought it was third down, right? He didn't realize it was fourth down. So he went for some, some, you're, yeah, you're trying to get like chunk of jerry. So the fourth down would be easier. He obviously didn't recognize that he had to – they needed a different play. Otherwise, I'm pretty sure they would have most likely been able to convert knowing Brady. Um, yeah. I think it was just an honest mistake, very rare mistake, but that is why they lost just not – and also, um, from what it looks like, I think the, co- co- the coach thought Brady knew too, so he didn't say anything at all there should have been some sort of like fourth down indicator. Cause yeah. he was very, he was like very well, good. He lost a big dick Nick. So I'm, um, I'm going to believe that. You out. should probably blur that out. Yeah. That's but, not okay. You cannot be saying that. Uh, <laughs> Once again, it, Nick Foles, pre- Nick Foles prevails. <laughs> yeah. Again, in like the most, in like the Kyle Santos kicked it, kicked the, take the lead actually. And as we know, really? the Bears kickers, nothing comes promised. Yeah. Nothing comes promised. No kidding. Um, <clears throat> Cody Parkey. Um, Cairo Santos, though. Great kick. So, uh, Bears took that one. Great oh, yeah. great game. Um, Upcoming games. Colin. Um, Patriots got delayed again. Their game's now on Monday again. Okay. Who are they playing? Uh, they're playing the Denver Broncos, who are injured. You know, lost their star receiver. Lost their mm-hmm. quarterback. Lost Who's their, the receiver? Corden uh, Sutton. Well, they still have Jerry Judy's. I'm very confident. In. Yeah, but yeah, we don't have Stephon Gilmore, but we, we'll just put JC Jackson on him. Okay. Um, if if Gilmore was there, we would have shut Judy down. He had zero catches. Mm-hmm. But you know, JC Jackson's still pretty good. And then the Patriots. This sixth round rookie is playing so good. Like he's a backup, and he's so far the best rookie rating from Pro Football Ooh. Focus. Mike Ooh. Michael Owonu. Or, or uh, what position? Owonu. I don't know. Uh, he's a right guard. Mm-hmm. The dude is, he has, so far, I think it was like 91.6, which is like the highest rating of any rookie last week. And then the highest, I think he had like the third highest rating um, the week before that for rookies. And he, dude, he's playing phenomenal for a rookie, a sixth round rookie. Wow. Um, Colin, let's do what I like to call um this or that. This a segment we did last time. I just made up All the right. name on the spot, though. All right. Um, yeah, basically, it's like who, 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 who will win? It's just like speed fire, like quick, quick, quick. All right. All right. So I'm gonna list out all the upcoming games right now. And right. You just get, you're gonna say who do you think will win? Got it? No explanation, just speed. Okay. All right. Here we go. Arizona and the Jets. 
Oh, that's Cardinals all the way. Okay. Carolina, Atlanta. Not sure. Uh, I think you go either way. Okay, okay. Uh, if you say not sure, we'll come back and you can I, give I'm an explanation. Say, if, I'm not gonna, if I say not sure, I'm just going to say it, it could go either way because there's no clear definite winner. Okay, if you say either way, then we'll come back and we'll, we'll talk we'll about it. We'll okay? discuss yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll discuss it. Okay, so let me write that down. You said Carolina. Yeah. Hold on. No, no, we can talk Excuse about it. Just talk about it now. No, we'll come back. We'll come back. No, no, we can just talk about it and then no, we we're coming. We're, com- oh, we're coming back. We're coming back. We're coming back. All right, Cincinnati, Baltimore. Oh, Baltimore. Jacksonville, Houston. Houston. Oh, yeah, Houston. Yeah. You, you sure? Confident? I'm. I'm confident. All right, Rams. Rams. Uh, oh, football team. Rams and football team. <laughs> you almost said them wouldn't that name. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Rams. All right, Vegas, Kansas City. Oh, KC all the way. The Golden Knights. All right, Philadelphia <laughs> and Pittsburgh. Oh, Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's an easy dub. Miami, San Francisco. Uh, we'll talk about it. Oh, yeah. Oh. Wow. I can hear Sorry. you writing it down. I know, <laughs> I know. I just hear it. Scribble, scribble, scribble. Indianapolis and Cleveland. Ooh, we'll talk about that too. Okay. You can just put, oh my God, Charlie, I can hear the writing. Oh, man. Oh, I mean, oh, do you want to talk about the debate? Anyway, I think we should talk about the end. We'll talk about the end. Oh, the vice president. Very, very briefly, we'll talk about the vice presidential uh, debate. Giants and Giants and uh, Cowboys. Cowboys. All right. Seattle, Minnesota. Seattle. Denver, New England. Oh, New England all the way. Why did I say my team is losing? Sorry. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, is is Nathan called? One more. Wait, wait. Chargers, Saints. Ooh, ooh. We'll talk about that too. We'll talk about really that. quick. Interrupted. Nathan is calling us. He said he was calling us. Can I answer? No, he doesn't deserve to. He got Let me there. see what he wants really quick. Hold on. Nathan. Nathan. It fills awkward silence. I keep blabbing on. Nathan. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. He says he can join now, so apparently Nene is coming onto the call. Guys, we have con- just in time, too. We're just about to discuss games. <laughs> We're about to ride again to the fantasy. Well, actually, he's not going well, to. Yeah. He's a fantasy expert. He isn't going to come on right now. We have to finish explaining. You name three games that you are unsure about. It could go either way. Yeah. Um. What was the first game? First game, you said Cardinals and Falcons. Oh, sorry, Panthers and Falcons. Uh, okay, so this is the reason I was kind of unsure because the Falcons' defense is kind of rough, and the Panthers have been playing much better than expected. Um. Like, literally, without McCaffrey, I thought they were going to suck, but Bridgewater's doing, stepping up. He's playing pretty good. So, uh, I mean, Atlanta's had its struggles so far this year, and I'm not exactly confident uh, in that team. So, that's why I'm saying it could go either way. All right. Fair. Um, oh, and they're playing with that Julio this week. So Yeah. Um, okay. The second game you mentioned, San Francisco and Miami. So the reason I'm going, uh, I'm unsure because Miami really showed that they were kind of a decent team. They're not just a low, uh, low level team that they've been for literally the past decade or really the past 50 years. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, they really kept up with the Seahawks. On, uh, surprisingly, I did not think they were going to be able to have a chance at the end, but they did. Uh, they almost did. They got failed to get the outside kick, but I mean, they 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 held up pretty well against the you know, leading MVP candidate, Russell Wilson. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, and then the 49ers defense has been – they've been really ravaged by injuries. Jimmy G's coming back, but um, that's going to be an interesting game. Yeah, I do have to say, um, if you were to ask me this last year, I'd take San Francisco all the way. Um, even even with San Francisco's injuries and all that, it was still would have taken San Francisco last year. But this year, I do got to say, Miami's offense has probably been the best it's been since maybe – I'd say Tannehill. Like, Tannehill, made- 2016 playoff yeah. – playoff yeah. Dolphins, oh, yeah. maybe that. Uh, it's been a while since we've had a really solid defense. We had one year, even with Tannehill, it was only one year. We had a decent defense. We had, like, Ajayi, Landry, Stills, Parker. We had all-around good team. Yeah, but you this, had a good offense that year. Yeah, we had a really good offense. We did go to the playoffs, but unfortunately, Tannehill got injured. So um, Matt Moore came in, did not look good. We lost first round of the Steelers, 36-13. to 13. Yeah, but um, we all expected that to happen. Yeah, I knew it was going to happen, too. It was fine. But we had our little crumb of the playoffs. So, But, yeah, our offense, on our, the Dolphins' offense, to be honest, not to sound – in all reality, it's really not that bad. It's, yeah, they're, they're still – It's a improvement. big improvement. It's from yeah. last year. I think the only problem your offense is facing is turnovers, especially from Fitzpatrick. That's the only mm-hmm, offensive yeah. issue that you're facing. The, and the reason I, I feel like that's an issue, um, and I'd be surprised if it wasn't an issue, is because we tend to – we throw the ball a lot. It's Fitzpatrick is constantly slinging that thing down the field. If there's nowhere to throw, he's just going to run his way through other teams and try to, like – he'll take hits and everything. Um, but he's constantly throwing the ball, looking for people, even if they're not open. He's just slinging the thing down the field aiming in somewhat direction and it's been working a good amount because we're staying in games because of it but there are a lot of turnovers um i think that game could go either way pretty even-sided oh yeah for sure um moving on colts and browns all right so this is kind of the reason i was uh unsure uh colts have been their defense has been surprisingly really good uh number one defense and fantasy wise i think they're and stat wise they're one of the best uh but their offense is it's iffy. I mean, it's had some pretty good days, but I don't know. I don't think their offense, the Browns' defense, uh, not defense, sorry, offense is phenomenal. They lit up the Browns' de- uh Sorry, man, I can't talk today. They lit up the Cowboys' defense last week. They scored, I think, 48 points. Odell had a great game. The offense in total had a great game. Um, I think that Browns' defense can hold Phillip Rivers. So, I mean, it's, it could go either way. Well, I do have to agree with you on that. Um. The Browns' the offense looked really solid uh, last week against the Cowboys. Um, they did kind of fall apart in the end. But yeah. it was – yeah, the Cowboys came back. It was like 38-13, to 13 and they came back and, like, tied it. But the Browns got away with it. Um, that's a pretty even game. I personally picked the Colts over Cleveland. Oh, it's it's on my league right now. The Colts – picking Colts over the, the – um, the uh, Browns that's considered an upset in my league and really quick about my league it's basically pick them I'm telling you a lot of these picks people are just it's a lot of older people a lot of old people who all live in San Francisco and they're all like I one of them still thinks I I swear one of them thinks Joe Montana is still in the league or something because like they're like really old and I see all their picks it's so biased and like it's shocking to me that people don't see potential in Miami. 90% have picked San Francisco to win. 90% of Well, it's all because of last year's. That's really last year. And people just, yeah. And they're, I don't, this league, people aren't looking 
looking to see what's happening. I'm really surprised. I mean, it's, it's just shocking to see how much people believe in some of these teams. Like I can't, I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah. It's like crazy. Um, yeah. Yeah. So um, oh, going back to Fitzpatrick, the two games that you, the one game you won and the other game that you did really well in that you almost won against the bills. Fitzpatrick had no interceptions, two touchdowns each game. The other two games, uh, Fitzpatrick either had two interceptions, uh, which was against uh, Seattle, which was still a close game, and the three interceptions came against the Patriots. Uh, which it was three it was, against the Patriots. Uh, if I'm reading that correctly, yes, it was. It was three. Inter- yes, three interceptions. I'm, no touchdowns. I'm not surprised because Seahawks and Patriots; those are some of the two best secondaries in the league. I don't know about the Seahawks. Well, their, their secondary has been absolutely ravaged this year. Well, yeah, they were injuries, right? They lost, I think, like three safeties and the game against us. So that's that's pretty bad. Come, coming into it, I feel like they had a good secondary, but it didn't. Oh, yeah, so they long. had a pretty solid secondary coming into the game. Um, but Patriots, when we played them, they had a good secondary. You're, you're, Understandable. You're, playing, you're playing one of the probably one of the best defensive coaches of all time, probably all time, Bill Belichick. And now you're also facing probably one of the scariest secondaries the league has ever seen. You, you have Defensive Player of the Year. You have a one of the best safeties in the league right now. You have a rookie that's looking pretty. Talk good. about the Patriots. Yes, talk about the yeah. Patriots. Yeah, I mean, you have, I get why we threw three interceptions um, in the first like, game too. Yeah, throwing. And you have like three corner cor- corners behind Gilmore that could start on probably any other team besides yeah. the Ravens. Like, I'm not expecting the Dolphins to go out and beat every team at all. Like, I'm just surprised they're, like, staying. I'm just happy they're staying in games because last year, like, the first three games, we allowed, like, 180 points. Yeah, it was pretty bad because our defense outscored you in the first three weeks, and that was our defense outscored your offense. That's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. So we've definitely shown – the Dolphins have shown improvement. Um, a lot of potential in them, I'd say. Let's move on, though. Um uh, what's next? Uh, is there fantasy. any other teams? Oh, we're going to fantasy. Yeah. I thought, is that the, oh, so there's no other teams that we need to discuss. Uh, well, we went over the, the Colts, the Dolphins, Dolphins, uh, 49ers, Colts, Browns, and Panthers, Falcons. You didn't right. say any other ones, so. All right, well, uh, oh, I'd like to, before we get really into fantasy, I'd like to talk about fantasy. Like, it is fantasy, but it's not like. Survivor? Please, yeah, fantasy please. survivor. Please okay, do. so we should get Nathan in here for this. Yeah, get him on here. I'm going to talk about Survivor uh, uh, while we get him on here. Um, you're going to have to. Here, here. Yeah, just just yeah, just send the info for it. But anyways, let's get on to it. So the first four weeks, I've so far uh, remained alive. I I play in a fantasy where you know we always there's three lives, but in most it's one. This year it's three. Even though I'm just say so far I've not lost any lives. I've picked right four weeks in a row. Uh, Bills, Titans, Colts, and Seahawks, you know, week one, two, three, and four. This week, and usually my strategy consists of planning ahead of time, but then going week by week and seeing if that matchup is more favorable, if I want to switch some things up in my uh, my schedule of teams, because I already have the rest of the, how many weeks are there, like uh, 13 weeks left, and I have a team for every week. This week, some people might be interested in my choice, but I couldn't decide between the Cowboys and the Cardinals. Um, I had originally changed my pick. I think it was from the Niners. Uh, I planned for them being week five, but with so many injuries, I had to change that. I said, you know, they're not good enough. 
So I took him out of my schedule playing the Cowboys. Uh, they had a phenomenal game offensively, though their offense had a couple injuries and their defense is pretty terrible. Um, but yeah, once we get Nathan on here, we'll, we'll be able to discuss um, if he ever gets on here. Well, get to for a spawn. I haven't got one yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you think about Cowboys and Giants? Who do you think is going to win that game? Uh, I want to say the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, I mean, well, here's why. Like, I mean, I'm not saying the Giants are bad. It's just right now they don't really have like anything that can lead them to winning. There's like no, like, there's there's nothing like special about that team. Like, literally, one of their best players just got signed like two weeks ago. That's yeah. Oh yeah, they signed. I saw that Devontae Freeman. That that gives that makes them. That'll help him out. It makes him a little better. I mean, he's been doing good for me. Fantasy ten points. Yeah, no, it'll help him out a bit. That's def. That was definitely very necessary. That's but that's not gonna win you games, Devontae. Oh no. Um, Um, I don't know how good their O line is. I just definitely the the Cowboys. And then, uh, what do you think about the Cardinals and the Jets game? Because I was I was debating between the Cowboys and Giants and Cardinals and Jets. So here's what I have to say about that. I was watching this morning because um, I was curious. I haven't seen a single Arizona play a single game this year, so I was curious to see um, what's going on. You know, see what's happening because like that's a pretty. They're looking. They've been from what I've heard. They've been doing great, and they got some good players. So I've been watching and they're very interesting Colin very very interesting the Cardinals um just from watching these highlights I actually picked up one of their receivers um I forgot his first name it's Isabella it's his last like, name. I think it's like Andre Isabella or something Danny, I have to, I'd have to look that up yeah so I picked them up and here's why he he's only had one good game but he's used a lot He's their like, kind of red zone player. He gets a lot of touchdowns. And from looking at him play, he's going to be used a lot. So that's why I picked him up. The Cardinals are very special. I definitely think the Cardinals will win. It was, it was, An- it was Andy Isabella. Sorry. Andy Isabella, yeah. Kyler Murray, the way he um, maneuvers in the pocket, it's very, very interesting. I like how he kind of has a similar – movement to Aaron Rodgers when he's in the pocket he moves around looks for opportunities he's constantly moving he's like maybe a smaller Mahomes he has definitely a lot of arm strength and he can kind of run in escape and he doesn't abuse his running like Lamar Jackson very interesting and he's also got great targets Devonta uh De- no, DeAndre Hopkins he's gonna he's a very prominent he's a guy you can rely on to get the first down that's a good team um, we'd like to welcome Nene Borchelle to the call and to the podcast because he's he's finally made it, guys. So welcome, Nathan. Hi, Nathan. Uh, sorry for the delay. It's fine. It's fine. Kind of sus. There's a there's a miscommunication going on between me and my parents. Okay. Um, hey, communication is key. Are they hurting you or? Nathan, do we need to come it's over? Regarding, we actually can talk about it. Um, oh, oh, we're oh. going to get back in the team wow. things again. <laughs> it's regarding, no, it's not, it's more sports topic. It's regarding, oh. is it safe to go to Dallas, Texas to watch the NLCS? 
Oh, that's more yeah. COVID related. Yeah, that's COVID. Yeah, that's safe. Is it safe? Well, okay. Here's where. Here's why I say it would be safe. Um. Okay. Maybe not going to the airport and getting on the plane. That's not the like. I wouldn't say that's necessarily really safe. But I'd say when you're there in Dallas, I wouldn't really have any. Yeah, like you're in an open air stadium. You're fine. Correct. With and mask required. With mask required. social distancing and required. Distancing. Dallas it's is doing almost impossible to get it. Dom, also hear me, hear me out. Dallas is doing fairly well with COVID. I don't know that they are. I thought they were. <laughs> I'll look at it. I'll fact check I think that. They're right maybe one of the worst counties. Oh, really? <laughs> I did not know that at all. <laughs> Let's see right here. That's surprising because that's prominently a that's a blue city. Dallas total case it has eighty eight thousand cases. Yeah, so maybe not the safest. Not the safest decision anymore. Now that I think, I'm just kidding. That's like that's that's actually that actually shocks me because Dallas is a very blue city. This trip is a very short trip. It's it's a it's probably a thirty probably like a 36 hour trip oh so, so you're coming back like tomorrow if you were to go well no i would leave i'm go- it'd be for game three that's what i'm saying like if you left today you'd be coming correct. back tomorrow correct right it's a okay. it's go get on the plane watch the game get on the plane you're home are you staying the night there at all no no he just says coming back after yes one night i are think you staying it, the night oh 34 hours mm, i mean it's that that sounds like a trip where like there's no like um I'm not gonna say the word D I C K ing around, but I'm gonna say um schlonging around. No need for that. No 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 schlonging around. Don't wait, go. what? No, you know how the people say D I C K ing Yes, we know. We we can bleep that. I'm just out. trying not to no no no, I don't wanna make more editing for you. So no schlonging around in the hotel. Don't like go schlonging everywhere, like don't know, like, touching everything. If you go there, I mean, personally, like, in my opinion, I don't think it's bad at all. Um, I shouldn't be fine, but, again, it's however your parents, like, are well, worried about it. Well, we're actually just about to get into fantasy, Nathan. We did talk about the MLB playoffs. You missed that. Um, but, uh, who do you, before we get into fantasy, who's your pick for the World Series? Who's going to win it? I'm going to go with the hated Astros. <laughs> You're kidding. Um, I'm okay I, with that. I am praying to God that it's Astros Dodgers World Series. I think that'd be. Oh, that'd be people would definitely be watching that. Don't forget, it's in Texas, and the stadium will be full with Astro fans. It would be awesome <laughs> to see that. <laughs> to see someone specifically win or. To see just the, I mean, the hatred. Um, uh, the, the Dodgers this year clearly way better than the Astros. The Astros do not even come close in terms, of, especially in terms of pitching. Now I don't watch baseball, but the year the Do- the Astros won the World Series against the Dodgers, who was the prominently better team? Dodgers are the better team. War, war. They were the better team that year. Oh. Yes, the Dodgers were always the better team. Yeah, they were okay. Well, except in the 2018 World Series, but they where they, where they weren't. But they cheated. You're saying okay. the Astros cheated? Yeah, the Astros cheated. And so who? 
Sox. Red Sox also traded. We did, no, 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 no. We oh, have to well, clear, well. Let, We need to clarify something real oh, quick. Well, well, there is a key saying. difference between the Red Sox cheating scandal and the and the quotation marks and the Astros cheating scandal. They there's cheated. There's a major difference. There's difference, but it's no, no, no. This is like way you can't say it because if you say we're cheating, it's just like totally two different tiers. I agree, but um, Red Sox had an unfair advantage. They, no, we did. They literally said it was one dude, and no one in the clubhouse was involved. Ex- explain one why they're cheating. Manager, there's an issue. Why? Wait. Manager. Why? How? In how, what way did the? No, no. Our Red manager Sox was involved in the Astros scandal, but he wasn't ever. He didn't ever do it for the Red Sox. I have a question. What? Um. What? How did the Red Sox potentially cheat? How was that? They said it was like some replay guy who did it, and it was. They literally said it was an isolated thing, and that it was like right, probably so only. Yes. And yeah. can you explain to me how the Astros cheated in that World Series? It was a. They. It was like it a. It was a used video. Usage. What? No. How is that and cheating? It was, and it was team wide. And you can't videotape people like they're copying their signs, you know, pitches and so. So all in that baseball, stuff. you try to find every edge that you can get. So, for instance, if a pitcher, um, let's say, holds his glove below his waist when he throws a fastball, and then mm-hmm. he it, and then he holds his glove kind of at his waist when he goes off-speed curveball, mm-hmm. that's something teams pick up on. And they, if you're good, you pick on that up with your own eyes. And so Astros had very oddly placed uh, cameras throughout the stadium, and they were able to basically watch it, see what was happening, and then uh, relay the message to the team. Uh, via, via what? It was like, uh, like phone. Oh, oh, so since they were in the Astro Stadium. Yes, yeah. only the cameras happened in Astro Stadium. So the cameras picked up on the cheating and then someone somewhere were able to relay it. Were were able to, should have been able to be asked. Yeah. And, and, and that's and considered an unfair advantage. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're not, you're allowed to like, if you pick up on their signs on their own, that's fine. I think, right. That's fine. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. In what yeah. way? It's, not, it's, it's an unwritten rule, but to be honest, it's perfectly fine. Yeah. It's so just, it's, the it's, use of technology it's, is the difference. So that's not okay. Using technology to do yeah, it. Blatantly cheating. That's cheating. Okay. And how can you explain why it gives an unfair advantage? Because the batter knows what pitch is coming. Oh, so you're able to adjust and, it. And now, yeah, yeah, now you can just know what's coming. That's, you can hit it much better. Huge. Oh, okay. But yeah, that the makes difference, sense. But the difference between the Red Sox and the Astros was the Astros players were involved. This was a... I, I agree it was not the same caliber, but... but. I just, I don't think that our cheating really impacted how... Uh, impacted the World Series at all? I probably, feel like it was probably all. not. Probably not. But it's not not to the degree like it did for the Astros, where they they probably wouldn't have won if they didn't have all that cheating. I don't know that they would have made the World Series if they hadn't have done that. Because if you watch the uh, Yankee series, the series before they went to the World Series to play uh, the Dodgers, yeah, the every ALCS. Game, yeah, ALCS. Every game at Houston. Um, was a very close game. And then when they went to New York, Yankees blew them out. So theory is the Yankees were the better team. And without it, uh, it wouldn't have been 
a win for the Astros. So basically, the Dodgers are being screwed over every World Series. And no, not really, uh, not the not the twenty eighteen one. Not really, not last year. Um, Do you think like not la- not the twenty eighteen one? No, twenty eighteen. It was a like blowout the, series. It wasn't the thing. The Red Sox were the better team. Um, do you think, okay, say, okay, say 2018, saying there was no cheating whatsoever, who would have won, Red Sox or Dodgers? Red Sox. Okay, no, and then. No, no, because there was basically no cheating involved. Oh, oh, oh okay. it, was it was totally like different. One. Okay, okay. And saying, what about the other World Series that the Astros, Dodgers? Do you think the Dodgers could have won? If it I don't okay? think the Astros would have been the World Series. I think. It would have been, been Yankees, Dodgers. Oh, 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 that's a, I, To be honest, the Yankees might have been the better team, but you, no one can make that argument. You can't say it. Yeah, okay. They're not getting stripped of the title or anything, right? No. No, but they did lose a lot of suspensions uh, and overall just credit. They're hated throughout the world. So, uh, so it was like confirmed that they were cheating. Oh yeah. So, circle the whole idea of a rematch would be huge because the Astros are trying to prove to the world that they are actually good and that they don't need cheating to win the World Series. And the Dodgers are trying to get revenge against this team because they were theoretically taking the title away from them. Yeah. They do not like each other. All right. Well, we're going to – Who do you think's going to – wait, sorry. Who do you think would win that, though? The Astros. Dodgers should. They should. Well, now I'm wanting the Dodgers because it seems like the Astros are a little – All that matters to me is that the Yankees don't win. Well, I understand. Well, I understand because you're – Yankees raised. I think your Rays are going to win it. I don't know. Glasnow's on short rest. It's zero zero right now. Tom. Wait, um, so there is an alumni from Notre Dame who is in the MLB. Yes, John Carlos Stanton. Is yes. he on the Yankees? Yes. yes. He's their best he, right now. He came into my biology class one time. He's good. And he talked to my teacher and it was a little awkward. He's good. I'll explain He's to you guys really why good. after. Um All right, I gotta well, say a little little Okay okay, Trevor. Yeah, Nothing was going sense. on between my teacher and John Carlos Evans. Bleep that out. I don't want to go. <laughs> uh, no, it's too late now. It's already on the internet. Okay. All right, so we're going to get into fantasy finally after saying we were going to do it 20 minutes ago. So, Nathan, as our fantasy expert, we need your advice on start and sit for week five as well as waiver wire. And sit for week five. Okay. Um... First, we're going to start off with the just we're going to talk about Minshew Mania. He's been putting up good numbers this year. Um, Everyone, almost everyone, I certainly believe that going into the season, the Jags were the team that was just like the joke. They were the Jets. The bad team? They were the Jets. Yeah, Um, I agree. And... In my opinion, I think Minshew has proved that he is an actual NFL quarterback. Legit. It, it was looking like Trevor Lawrence was going to be the guy for the future. And I don't know that Jacksonville is going to do that anymore. No, me neither. Um, Let's talk about Trevor Lawrence later, too. We can. That's an interesting situation. That's very interesting, yeah. Um, so, I think he's, he's going to be a must-start throughout the year. Um. Let's talk about Antonio Gibson. Big news this week. Dwayne Haskins loses starting role, 
not to backup, but to the backup of the backup. Wow. Who is the backup? Wait, why not even the backup? The backup is Alex Smith. Oh, is he hurt? Kyle Allen. He's still recovering. Nothing is wrong with Dwayne Haskins. Nothing is wrong. Nothing is wrong. Well, besides, like, his play. He's he's equivalent to the assistant to the assistant of the regional manager. Same thing. He's got... I, I I always thought that Haskins was a bad quarterback when he entered the league. I, I didn't that. I didn't think he was I honestly didn't think he was good in college uh-huh. in Ohio State. I don't know though. I don't like Kyle Allen really. Um I, I think I think he's starting because he's familiar with Coach Ron Rivera. Probably. I would have loved to see Alex Smith play Same. last time we saw him. I think he's the best quarterback out of the three. I would agree too. Um so so what does this mean for Antonio Gibson? I think it means a lot of checkdowns is what it sounds like. Um, Kyle Allen, as we saw when he was in Carolina, just dumped it off to McCaffrey, and I think we're going to see the same thing with Antonio Gibson. So I think he, going forward, including this week, must start. And yeah. Antonio Gibson is a must start? Antonio Gibson, I think, must start. Not, actually, not in your case because you're loaded at uh, running back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, he's a, Antonio Gibson's the running back. Yeah. Yes. I thought we were talking about their quarterback situation. Well, I, uh, that affects the running back situation. Yeah, like every single move, like in in terms of like Michael Thomas, Michael Thomas, like his injury has now turned the Saints into a running team. Right. Well, and, I. So what you're saying is that's gonna make him good because they're gonna become gonna a running be team. He's gonna be. He's gonna better. get. He's gonna get more targets. Because I of see, that. and right. that, and I'm gonna. I'm going to – um, what's the word? Shoot. Yes. I'm going to – wait, I'm going to – oh, what's the word? No, no, no. Win. Trade. Oh, no, no. Okay, I'm going to guess the reason Nathan proposed that trade the other day was because he wanted Antonio Gibson, correct? Yeah. Well, there's a okay. reason for everything. Oh, but what – so that's the next guy that I want to talk to about who I offered. The guy you offered. Yeah, I, I saw that. And I actually researched. I'm like, well, why does Nathan want this guy? So here's the guy that I offered. Here's the guy that I offered. This is the guy to talk to, talk about right now. Joshua Kelly. Ooh, ooh Mark, that's a good running back right yeah. now. Austin Eckler's out. Um, Joshua Kelly has been the second string throughout this season. Um, uh-huh. I don't think that was a bad trade offer, to be honest. It wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was um, really fair. It was just you were you were Kelly looking for like is probably projected to go is probably going to be a top twenty uh, running back for the next four to five weeks, four six weeks. Yeah, with Eckler out, yeah, he's going to get most out. of the touches. Um, there is one question, and this is what I want to hear about from you guys. Mm-hmm. People are nervous and not sure: Is Joshua Kelly going to be the main guy over Justin Jackson? This is a rookie who has fumbling issues, and when that usually happens, it means a mad coach. And I don't know Mm -hmm. that Kelly's going to just overtake the running game for the Chargers. I don't think think so either. I don't. I I think – Like committee. Here, Colin, you go first. I think Jackson – I think we're going to see like a running back duo situation. Yeah, exactly. I definitely think we're going to see both Jackson and and Kelly because, I mean, you're replacing probably top ten running back in the league. So, and, you know, you said who has the fumbling issues, Kelly? 
Yes, Kelly. Yeah, I, I mean that that's a big issue. That's turnovers that are I costly. Would say, uh, they lost the game because of his fumbling. Yeah, I think I think we're going to see a, a running back fight, not committee exactly, but more like a duo is the right word. Um, I'd like to add on to what Colin said. I think you're going to see, yeah, like a duo, something similar to kind of what Tampa Bay to Miami, um, some Tampa Bay, Miami, and there's some other teams that use multiple running backs, but, um, you're going to see something similar to that where it's going to be every other drive constantly switch out. Um, I'll just use Miami as an example. Um, cause I know they're running game. Well, they'll play like this guy Gaskin, they'll play him for like certain, if they want to get like a first down or something, they'll play him. And if they want like a chunk of yardage, they'll put in. Um, but when they don't want to get the first down, they got the. Yeah. 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 If they want to like someone who's going to run over, like Gaskin's the faster player. And if they want someone who's going to like get like kind of like bulldoze through a team, maybe like a fourth and one situation, they're going to go for someone else. So I feel that's a similar situation. The charges will do with both running backs and they'll like constantly switch off. Cause that's, if anything, that's that's not a bad idea. It works. Yeah, I wouldn't well, say it works for fantasy owners. I say it works for the teams, though. Well, um, I do want to talk about some waiver wire pickups this week. I really have an interesting one. Got it. Um, There's a bunch. There's a bunch. Yeah, Ernest Johnson for the Browns. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, I think most people thought Cream Hunt was going to take over, but last week when uh, Chubb got hurt, uh, Johnson got 13 carries, got 95 yards, averaged. Average 7.3 yards per carry. It's pretty good. So yeah. this, this is what I say about it. I think that – I think Kareem Hunt, um, not not because of – especially in PPR leagues, I think Kareem Hunt now is going to be a top five running back for the next for the next four or five weeks, whatever it is, just mm-hmm. because – in PPR leagues. Um, not saying, though, I really do like Johnson as a guy – who's going to get a lot of touches, might get more uh, carries than Kareem Hunt uh, once again. Yeah, just, but, Hunt, but Hunt's going to get the oppor- uh, touchdown opportunities. He, correct, and he's getting the PPR points. So okay. that's what I see um, in a PPR standpoint. But what Colin was mentioning with the waiver wire, definitely a guy to get on your bench. Dearness Johnson. Yeah, like for some leagues, I'm going to actually have to start him because like, I'm really struggling at running back, but – uh, I, he's a solid ten points, a little twelve. Points. Oh yeah, I mean he got nine point five last week, and that was purely on yardage, so it's pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Uh, I picked up in uh, in the big league. I picked up Dimery Bird from the Patriots. Uh, do you guys know who that is? He did well. I've I've he, heard of the name. He's been getting a lot of un, like unusual targets more right. than Edelman, which is very odd, right? Uh, I don't think he leads the uh, – he doesn't uh, – Edelman still leads us in yardage, but he's been doing that usually well. I didn't think he'd be that much of a factor in our offense, but uh, I think he's still worth picking up. Oh, and there's pick. another dude on the Patriots team who I recently dropped um, specifically yeah. for the reason to pick up. Just um, one, I wanted to have Ryan Fitzpatrick as a backup, and two, I used it to pick up um, Andre Isabel. Just for um, Josh more. No, Curtis. Sanders. Oh, you know, I didn't drop. I'm sorry, I didn't drop him. Uh, Damian Harris. Damian Dar- Harris. Damian Harris does not play for us. Who's? Oh, Damian Harris, the running Dam- back. Oh, sorry. yeah, yeah, the running back. Oh yeah, I know he is. He's really good. 
One, he hasn't. He only played one game, and it was against Kansas City. He had ten points. That, no, no, that was his first game. He was on IR. For his first game. Games. So, yeah. what do you know about him? Okay, so the big Is reason he worth he, starting, dropping, um, trading. I'd well, say like for the deal. next. I'd say for the next two weeks, he's worth starting only because Michelle is out. He's on the IR, um, and usually Michelle's our top running back, and they were gonna. I think they were gonna split reps, but Harris is now like the top guy. And even though he didn't score a touchdown, I mean, 17 carries for 100 yards is pretty phenomenal uh, for your first games, like starting your first game. So I think he's definitely worth starting if you need him. He's like a good salt flex. Um, or may, not flex, maybe a, a running back too. So, um, yeah, I, mean, I think he's worth starting for sure. Definitely worth having on your roster. Definitely. Okay, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I didn't want to get rid of him just yet because he looked like he had some potential. I did read some stuff about him. Um, oh, another oh, thing, I, I have a, the perfect waiver wire. If you do not have them, you're you're missing out. And some some leagues, yeah, this yeah. is he's available. Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson, dude Ooh. is going off. He's I sad. think I yeah I, I think he's taken. Let me see. In the past, okay, first two games, it was pretty quiet. I only think he had like seventy yards for like on five catches, eighty yards. Last two games went off. He's had like two hundred and sixty yards and like a, a couple touchdowns. Uh, yeah, good. I see who. He's on a team, unfortunately, but um, I well, he I mean, he was yeah. picked up during a waiver bar this week. Paul, um, do you put Jeff, Jefferson over Ceedee Lamb? Mm, that that's an interesting one because Jefferson has a good matchup this week against the Seahawks. That's a very favorable matchup. I mean, uh, how's a CD? He hasn't. He's been good, but he hasn't been like Jefferson good. But he's been more consistent. Jefferson's kind of been like really low and then really high. So, I mean, that's kind of, I mean, I don't know. This is a question for, I guess, both of you. So I, the team, Nathan, some of you may not, well, none, no one's going to know this, but Nathan added me and Colin to take over two teams in his fantasy league for, there was a revolt in his fantasy league. They because voted. Nathan was a bad manager, apparently. They said Nathan was a bad manager which is hard to believe considering he is the fantasy expert. But um, <laughs> so we did take over two teams in this league. And I am I have this team right now. It has a lot of potential. The name T.Y. Hilton I saw on the team. Um, oh, dude, do not start him. I no, not, that's the thing. Not, that's the thing. I, I have not started him. He was starting already. I took him out. I even at one point considered dropping him, but I'm not for the specific purpose of trade bait. Do you th- what's what's the deal? What do you guys? I'm definitely this is what I'm considering. I'm considering using him as a trade bait because he is a known name. People look and say, "Oh, I could use him." If they're not paying attention, what are your thoughts? I mean, he's just he's not even worth starting. He has he hasn't scored a touchdown in almost uh, I think it's like nine games, and he hasn't had a hundred yard receiving in over fifteen games. That is yeah. terrible. That's not even worth starting. And I mean, Jonathan Taylor. Much better options. Naeem Hines, even better as a I, second running back. Yeah, but, that's the thing. I have way better options on my team. The reason uh, TY's done this is because of Rivers. Rivers has not looked good this year. Oh, no. Um, I mean, he's had a great Chargers offensive line, fans, too. Chargers fans, right. Chargers fans thought it was the O-line um, when he, he now has the best O-line, and he doesn't look good. It, I, I think, but he doesn't have the best targets. I mean, he's only got Hilton. That's pretty correct, much it. but he has a great running game. Yeah, and that's what's carrying them right now. Um, but Charlie, like your trade bait. Um, mm-hmm. In honest, in all honesty, the guy that 
I would target for him is like who we were talking about, like a Justin Jefferson or a CeeDee Lamb. That's, the, yeah. I think you can get those players because they're rookies and they're uh, small names, like you said. Yeah. Um, but I think you would definitely be getting way better value. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm really trying to like get rid of him, although he's not one of those players you just want to drop because he does have potential because of his name. Oh, no, you don't want to drop him. He's I better not, than most options. I would not drop him. Yeah, I definitely... He's Nathan. still wide receiver one on his team. Yeah. He's still, yeah. yeah, he's still better than all the receivers. I do have a question, Nathan. Um, one, why have you not put Chris Godwin on IR? Godwin should be on the IR for you. Chris Godwin, I had... It was because I had... There was a reason. I had... Um, Fournette was on my IR last week, and I did oh. a trade, and I couldn't do a trade unless... You can't do a trade when someone's on your IR. Mm, oh, yeah, yeah. You can't do anything with him. Um, yeah. So yeah, I had about. to put everyone in my lineup, and then I did the trade. The trade was I got rid of Rodrigo Blankenship. Oh, that's and, a good kicker. And uh, DJ Chark. And in return, I got Zane Gonzalez and Robert Woods. Yeah, it's all right. Who was the receiver you gave up? Chark. Oh yeah, that no, that's a pretty good trade. That's pretty good. Kicker's about the same. Right, and I got Woods. Yeah. I um jerk. I am I am definitely gonna put this out there. I'm interested in Devontae Freeman on your bench. I do need a running oh. back. I need I a was, running back. You know, I was actually about an out like two hours ago, um thinking of a trade for Devontae Freeman also, but um you, you, you don't need them, dude. You don't well, need no, them. Well, yeah, that's why I said I, I, I stopped because I realized I don't need them. The specific purpose have- I was going to do it was so I can get him and trade away some other players to potentially get um some um better receivers. Dude, you know, your receivers are fine if Calvin Ridley. Well, I'm always trying to improve, Colin. Dude, you don't need to improve. You're fine. Stop. You're, no, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You literally have a, a uh, solid team. That, no, I you know, know it's solid, all around good. I'm just trying to slowly like tweak it a bit. I mean, I think I think you should leave it for a week, and then because this is teams new for both of us, I think you need to see, uh, you know, what how they perform, and then you can kind of make a trade if you think you need it. I think that's what you should do. Yeah, I'm trying to also look back to see what he did in the past. Um, I'm this guy. Obviously, last week, um, Calvin Ridley had no no points. Was he playing? Yeah, he played. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I know he's a must start this week because Julio's not tied, playing this week. Tied Antonio Brown. Yeah, this guy last week did not. Um, wow. Yeah, Cowboys defense minus nine, not looking good. He had wow. The defense, this guy who I took over, he's been doing is just abysmal. I had Seattle. I have Seattle yeah. right now. Well, he had the Chargers, then the Broncos, the Chargers again, and then the Cowboys. It's just not. No. Well, actually, I'm putting in the Cowboys this week. I'm it's actually. Bit, no, this is like the only time you can start them. Really quick, one more thing. I actually put in the Dolphins defense this week. Nathan, wouldn't you agree that this week is like the week to start the Cowboys defense? They're they're a waiver they're they're a must waiver option if you are in that. I mean, I have Seattle right now. Yeah, if you're in a if you're streaming defenses, they're definitely one to consider. Yeah, um, I took Miami personally yeah. this week. I stream Denver over New England. Ooh. I don't think it's a high scoring game. 
No, but I think if I think if Newton starts, if somehow he gets in because he's gonna out another I, day. If Newton starts, it's a different story. I agree. Oh yeah, um, no, dude, you're gonna. That's a terrible story if Newton. But Hoyer or Stidham, if as a Hoyer Patriots Stidham, fan, I feel good. Yeah, as a Patriots fan, I know that's that a high scoring game. The see the it, Patriots. The difference is Stidham is he's got much better accuracy, but his inexperience is what kills him, and his, his reads is questionable. Hoyer just does can't throw. Like dude, like throws it way over those at half the time. He does, but he's he's got the experience, hard. but his accuracy is what totally hinders him. But really, really quick, I just want to know your thoughts. I took Miami's. Look, there's not many other defenses this week. I just took I took Miami's defense against San Francisco. Eh, I mean, I, I did mainly because of all the injuries and stuff. I just feel like it could be. I would take. Yeah, I guess for this week, if that's what you want to consider. Yeah, because I'm looking and it's like all these other teams, not bad, but the teams they're playing are really good. I don't want to – I don't see another good option besides maybe the Cowboys defense, but – Well, I've heard – yeah. I mean, that's only – You you waiver them? Uh, Yeah, I get pick up tomorrow. Yeah, so exactly. There's – it's just not. I, you guys can go ahead and look for yourselves, but I don't. I don't see another defense that looks promising against the team they're playing. Talking about teams, let's move on to uh, Survivor Picks. Oh well, we did that, but we can go over it again. Oh, did you? Yeah. Well, we said I said that we it's either it's either the Cardinals this week or it's the Cowboys. I agree. Um, I'm going with. I'm going with Cardinals. I don't think uh, I've looked at the schedule. I don't know that there's an. Another game as certain as this one, of course, against the Jets. Um, I think Dallas is probably the best pick for this week. Um, I have them saved. There's one more game that I like, which is Thanksgiving against Washington. Um, I don't see them losing that game. Um, This week, though, is really interesting. There's a lot of teams you can pick, in all honesty. You can go Kansas City, um, I believe, is against the Raiders. Uh, you can go New England against Denver. I think uh, I think you say New England though when Cam Cam is back against like the I Jets. Agree. And I agree. That to me that doesn't seem like an automatic win if Cam's not playing. Oh no, not sure for sure. Um, I th- I think San Francisco over Miami is a solid pick too. Um, even Saints over Chargers, I think that's a good pick. Um, but but this week to me, since there's so many picks, it's like you got to save what you can. Um, I mean, Chiefs yeah. are, are, are almost good every single week. Yeah. So uh, it is interesting. These week five isn't necessarily hard. Wait, oh, it, I, I, it dude, I'm swapped through six through six like is gonna be six is going to be hard for me. Six. So let's, you want to talk about it really, really quickly right now? Yeah. Six. I have uh, chargers, dude. He, you know what? Right. I've been thinking I'm a chargers fan been thinking about it they're against the jets i'm gonna be honest with you if the jets are to win one game it's this game the chargers lost to that browns team that was terrible they lose uh they lost to Bengals a couple years ago when they were terrible the chargers lose to these teams and i don't know that i feel comfortable they're obviously huge favorites gonna be against uh the jets i might be forced to take like a, like one of the good teams. I, th- I think of Broncos, Dolphins, maybe if Locke is back or 
Uh, I'm, think, I'm thinking of swapping. I'm thinking of swapping, possibly, somewhere. I'm not sure where. Maybe like Browns take swap them. Uh, take Browns week eleven and then take Steelers week six against the Browns. What about Tennessee next week? Who's playing? Who's Tennessee playing? I believe Texans. Oh, I can't play Tennessee. I picked them week two. Oh, okay. okay. I, t- I took them against the Jaguars and I almost yeah, lost. Yeah. But yeah, I see. yeah, that was a close one. I did. I believe Niners that week. Um, yeah, I don't know. Right now, I have Chargers as my locked-in pick. I don't know that I can go with it. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explore other options. And the only reason I was thinking Steelers, but Steelers is like another risky option there. Um, this is, of course, the only game you would ever pick the Chargers for the rest of the year. Oh, yeah, no. I'm, yeah, no. This is, there's no other time I'm picking them. It's just, to me, this is the best you, matchup. Jets, I think, I think if Joe Flacco is playing, I think this is a much better game for the Chargers. Yeah. I think if Darnold I mean, isn't, if isn't if you playing. If you can get away with a team that I uh, – if you can get away with of injuries, with that has they do have plenty of energy injuries. Um, if you can get away though with a team that's bottom half of the, the NFL, that's a really good week. Yeah, but it's a risk. Um, but yeah, um, it's gonna be interesting. But yeah, definitely week five. I think I'm gonna go Cardinals this week. Uh, yeah, take you, take your advice. Did Did you guys cover uh, the game last night? Yeah, we did. We talked about it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Max okay, we're Kellen just... on uh, first take this morning. What do you say about Bears are a Super Bowl contender? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. So are the Dolphins. This defense, he said, when you have an average quarterback who becomes a superstar in important times and a great defense, that means Super Bowl. And look, I, I'm not saying they're bad, but like that's not, a bit of like that's look, like they they're gonna beat the Bucks. They beat the Bucks, but later. the Bucks lost because of like a really No, the two um, reasons that I say this is the two reasons the Bucks lost. One, this is week five. This is like treat this like the first game of the season, because now we're getting through like the preseason stretch. This would have been the first game they would have played of regular season. Think about that. And then two, Brady's just not familiar with his team yet. It's only fifty. That whole uh Division has been such a disappointment. But oh, dude, they were expected to be contenders. Saints, Bucks, Falcons. I mean, pathetic. Yeah, oh, they I'm really upset about it. Saints. Drew does not look good at all. <laughs> so many memes about his arm strength. Right. Um. I understand Thomas is gone, and I really, I, I think they're fun to watch when they're good. And I hope that they can figure it out. Um. But I don't know if. Michael Thomas can just change that. I don't know. I mean, I mean, actually, Thomas's injury really helped Kamara. He actually's like fifth in receiving in the league, so that's right. really helped Kamara fantasy wise. But I mean, outside of fantasy, like, dude, they're they're not doing so well. I mean, they're really relying on that run game, like unusually, unusually much. Yeah, stupid uh, Latavius Murray did well last week. Tw- like twenty-two points or something. Got like, two touchdowns, kid. two rushing touchdowns. Yeah, well, without the touchdowns, he's yeah. That's all touchdown reliant. But um, we gotta wrap things up. But yeah. one last quick thing, we're gonna talk about the vice presidential debate real quick. It was actually much better than I thought. I think Kamala Harris was just spewing a bunch of BS the entire time. Well, 
Charlie, you can go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I have really no comment on, like, the whole thing. I, I just think, um, look, I know it seemed to – it did seem like it was more calm, like, than the last debate. And people will say, oh, well, Pence interrupted or Kamala interrupted. To be no, they, I wouldn't say they interrupted either of them. I do think the moderator was not giving, like, fair amounts of, like, time. Like, not enough time at all to she discuss these. I thought she was weak. She uh, not at all. No, yeah, she was terrible. She, she couldn't control anyone. No, not – yeah, and, like, she kept – I just don't like um, how she handled it. She definitely needed to, like – allow for more time she just said well stop 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 like you gotta like step up to the plate in that situation but I feel like um both candidates were being very um condescending okay, this, like that. this is what I have to think I think it for Kamala Harris this is kind of just a repeat of what Joe Biden did like let me like I said last week Joe Biden literally said okay you know we'll do this and then, like, five minutes later, he'd say, okay, we're not doing this. He'd, like, uh, like con- uh, contradicting himself. Kamala yeah. Harris, Kamala Harris uh, uh, at some point said, we're going to ban fracking. Okay. During the debate, she's like, we're, we're not going to ban fracking. What are you talking about? So, I mean, it's just kind of a repeat. It's, like, the same person. The, about Yeah, that was actually – I'm glad you brought that up. How she – I believe she said – um, well, she said this. It was, like – she didn't say she wanted to ban it. She said, um, or no, she did. She said, like, well, Trump and Pence, they want to um, keep fracking. And we want to, and she said, and then we want to ban it. And then again, she said um, something about keeping it. it still. Yeah, I think, I, think I was Pence... a little confused. But then on Pence's side, he wouldn't, some questions I, he did avoid. And I understand why, because he was one. I don't think she gave him enough time to talk about the um, Middle East issue. Um, they she kind of cut them both off like midway yeah. through. That's why I didn't like she kept um, cutting them off. It was like kind of. But yeah, no, I think Pence definitely did much better. I think one of the, like way better than Trump. He was very calm. Didn't really interrupt as much. It wasn't like Trump where he just like keep talking. Um, but I think the best line was when he, uh, when Pence interrupted her and. Kamala's like, oh, you know, Mr. Vice President, let me talk. And he's like, well, I'd like you to tell the truth. That's probably one of the best lines. Oh, and then the whole thing about, like, the fly. I like, mean, that was a stu- It landed on Clinton and Obama. So oh, wait, I don't wait, know why did you, saying Yeah, that. I, I sent you the video. Like, it's yeah, happened no. before. I just feel like people were looking for things to get out of hand and wanted to they all because obviously people don't want to hear the boring stuff they want to hear like yeah. the fun stuff so they were like looking for oh my god a fly like, okay let's be honest here if you're talking about the fly and not everything else on the debate that just shows how much the democrats lost that debate like if well, that's all you have to talk about i i don't think it really was like a win for anyone to be no, honest that's definitely a win for the oh well, well maybe, what do you want to say here's here's the good news you can buy now fly swatters on the Biden website, <laughs> selling them for ten bucks, and uh, he is accepting all donations. I mean, no. To be honest, I don't think. Um, I honestly, like, I know people say, "Oh, someone won this debate." Someone, I don't think debates are meant to be like. Look, of course, there are some debates no, are meant no to be won. Winners, but... There's no official winner. I feel like debates shouldn't be like, "Oh, well, who won?" It should just be like, 
picking at each candidate and seeing what they feel about each well, topic. Of course, they could argue. I don't. I don't. I never necessarily think there should be a winner. I should just feel like who has the better I, point of view. No, that's what I'm saying. I think it's not more about the winner. It's just who performed better. Who's really telling the truth here? I think that's what they mean by the winner. It's not like oh my god. Who, they yeah, who kind of like went out there and like just said what they had to said and that, that's why I said Pence because it's like Kamal just spewing everything. Like there was like contradicting yourself, you know, spewing a bunch of lies. It's like oh we're gonna you know get rid of the tax cuts. Who wants to yeah, get their taxes raised? I do have to. I do have to agree. Um, she. I don't like how she was act the way she um was acting because it was very condescending, contradicting, and also um a lot of stuff she said she said differently before. I got a little confused. And then yeah. um, like what was I gonna say about Pence? And then Pence. I like how um he was very classy. Um, yeah, dude was very was classy. Very respectful. Although I feel at some points he wasn't really um he was taking too long to respond. It could have been responding with like a quick short thing, but it was he was going over like he was saying what he had to say like repeatedly, which I would have been smoother if he said what he had to say, although that one topic in the Middle East uh, he didn't have enough time to say it. He had a he had an interesting strategy where he used his time to answer to go back. the previous question. Yeah, people didn't like that, but it to was get, it's, it's, to get the because then he gets the last word in. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I I don't like I don't understand why people are mad because it, it's it's fair. You're, you can do that. You can use your time for whatever you want. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's smart or not, but it, can, it depends on the situation. I mean, people were saying he was that's he was that doing that was avoiding the question. That's not avoiding the question. He he did say we'll get back to that. But I want to finish what I had to say about the last part. Um, it's not avoiding when you say I'll get back to the previous question. Yeah, it's not it's avoiding just going, it. It's just, it's just, he just wants to clarify what he's talking about. He's just clarifying. Yeah, I thought I thought it was I thought it was fine. It was it was, it was a, it was a, a good, much better. All, it was much I thought better it was debate. a good all around. Yeah, yeah, it was I mean, it was a way more successful debate overall. Um, but yeah, one last thing before we talk. Do you think the debate for Trump and Biden, even though Trump had COVID, do you think it should be uh, virtual? Yes or no? Wait, say I, again? I don't think Trump should do it if it's virtual. No. I don't think... No, no, that's just... I mean, off because they're going to mute the mute He's not going to be virtual, honestly. He's not going to let it happen. There no, will he, be, it will be outdoors or whatever they want it to do. He will be in a plexiglass box. Yeah. And uh, it's going to happen. There's if he not, goes on for too long, they're going to cut off his air. <laughs> All right, uh, Charlie, what's your, what's your answer? Do you think virtual, yes or no? Just no, no, no at all. All right. Yeah, I don't think it see. even needs to be virtual. I mean, they can yeah, perfectly no. handle a social distance, like, thing. Yeah. They can't. They, they can do that. Are you kidding me? Like, it's like the government. All they have to do is, like, they can go quickly build. They can, you know, the government can build, like, an entire like aircraft that can destroy a whole country in less than like 10 minutes, then they can easily create a safe environment for a debate. I'm sorry. Like, are you kidding me? Like, of course it it can be in person. All they have to do is make some sort of like sealed area for him where nothing gets in, nothing gets out except for air. And then you can both pick up on their mics. It's just, they're in their little boxes. I mean, well, there's no need for a virtual debate at all. Yeah, no. Well, it's been fun today, guys. 
great episode. Really happy we got it done. Mm-hmm. Nay, nay. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll see you guys next week. Hope you guys enjoyed episode 13. We're having a heck of a time. Uh, make sure to like, subscribe. Turn on those notifications, right, Charlie? Yes, make sure to do that, please. Check out our website. We do sit and starts every week along with waiver wire. Check out our socials. Those will be down below as well. Otherwise, yes. I guess we'll see you next week. All right. Have a good one, guys. See you all.